Every day, we are confronted with ideas, philosophies, and issues that either strengthen our faith or undermine it. All throughout the day, believers are confronted with a secular worldview that puts man in the center of his world, fate at the center of his life and his purpose. Self-preservation. Remember, faith is a victory, and the Word of God is our anchor. Throughout the Word of God, we are taught truth by similarities, precepts and concepts that are presented to us by drawing comparisons with objects and scenes that we are familiar with. God uses things in the natural world to teach spiritual truths. Welcome back to Praying For You, a weekly broadcast that features the preaching and teaching of evangelist Oliver Areza. We are glad to have you join us today. At the end of this broadcast, I will give you some important information to contact Evangelist Oliver Areza. Now let's join him. Now please think about this verse, Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 18. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Every single word in the Word of God was chosen by the Lord, and every word has valid meaning, just like the word silver in Psalm 12 and verse number 6. We're going to come back to that in just a moment, but here's the verse. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Now, when you're drawing comparisons, it is a way that a teacher helps us to see what is being taught. They're using illustrations. It is one of the best ways to make sure that learning and understanding is occurring, that it's happening. Psalm 144, verse 4 is describing a man as totally void in himself and the brevity of his life. The verse says this, Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passeth away. Everyone, including you and me, have seen our shadow a time or two, and we've seen it fade away. Well, one day, life will be gone just like a shadow passes away. Throughout the scriptures, God describes his words to us with pictures. For instance, Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 29 says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rocks? In pieces. You see, in the 12th Psalm, verses 6 and 7, we have a startling comparison to glean from and a prized promise to believe in. The Bible says, and I quoted it a moment ago, here it is again the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, 
thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Now let me point out a few important words before we go to the next point. The Bible says the words of the Lord, the words of the Lord, not talking about singing. He's not talking about the word of the Lord, but he says the words of the Lord are pure words. And then he says in verse 7, thou shalt keep them. What is God going to keep? He is going to keep the words. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them. What is, he, what is God going to preserve? He is going to preserve words from this generation forever. You see, the verse is all about the words of the Lord. And the Lord who owns the words has promised to keep them. The Lord has neither turned this assignment over to anyone, nor will he ever leave the task of the preservation of his words to a man or to an organization or to a religious denomination. He assigned the task of the preservation of his words to himself. His words tell us he assigned the task to keep them to himself and that he would not allow any corruption of his preserved words. The thought behind the word preserved is to defend something from corruption. And that's from the Webster's 1828. The verse says, pure words, as silver. Now remember, there's always a good reason why God explains things to us as he does. And silver is so appropriate to the topic of preservation. Silver and preservation actually go together. Silver is scientifically known to fight off infections, viral and bacterial. As far back as the ancient Romans and Greeks, it was discovered that liquids would stay fresh longer if stored in silver containers because silver fights infection. American history tells us that the early pioneers learned that a silver dollar dropped into a jug of milk would delay spoilage because silver fights corruption. From the earliest days, eating and drinking utensils were made of silver, probably many times used to help fight off sicknesses on a daily basis because silver fights corruption. Silver is known to be a natural antibiotic, and it has been scientifically proven to kill over 650 disease-causing organisms. It is being used in the medical field to aid in external and internal healing. Surgical instruments are being treated with silver nanoparticles that help doctors fight germs during surgical procedures. The disinfectant properties of silver are used 
in many medication applications such as catheters and even silver-treated face masks are used. Germs that have been known to become resistant to antibiotics do not become resistant towards silver. You see, the scriptures tell us that the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth. Praise God that our Bible has been resistant to the viral bacterial infections of liberalism and modernism and skeptical scholarship. For over 400 years now, the King James Version of the Bible has been known as the Bible that stands above all the rest. Why? Because it is the pure Bible, absolutely no corruption. Remember, God promised that he would assign the task of the preservation of his words to himself. All through the Bible, we can see that the scriptures and the Lord Jesus Christ are synonymous in absolutely wonderful, marvelous ways. 1 John 1, 1 reads, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Verse 2, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. You see, in these verses we are transitioned from the Lord Jesus Christ to the Scriptures, and then back to the Lord in a way to show there is no difference between the two. Jesus is called the Word in the Word of God because He declares God to us and because God speaks to us through Him. Jesus is the living Word of God. And then in Acts chapter 13, verse number 37, it says this, But he whom God raised again saw no corruption, as Christ being eternal could see no corruption, the Lord promised us that he would see to it that his words would see no corruption. You see, pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Let me give you a few more similarities between Jesus and and the Word of God. Both of them are called the way. John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And then with Psalm 119, verse 33, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Both Jesus and the Word of God are called the truth. John fifteen thirty three, you sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. And then in John fourteen six, Jesus saith unto him, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. In verse 17 of John chapter 17, he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Both Jesus and the word of God are called bread. John 6 and verse 51, Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. And then Luke chapter 4, verse 4, And Jesus answering said, answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Both are called light. John eight twelve. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. And then Psalm 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Neither of them can be broken. John 19:36. For these things were done, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. A bone of him shall not be broken. And John 10:35. If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. It has been observed that silver will continue in a state of agitation till all the impurities are thrown off. It will then become perfectly still, no more motion appearing, which is the token that the process is completed. Praise the Lord in 1611, the Lord God gave the world his purified words in the English language in the King James Version. Never, ever is the deity of our Lord Jesus Christ attacked, compromised, or questioned because it is the pure Word of God. Thank you for joining us today on Praying For You. If you need encouragement on how to be born again, please reach out to us. Evangelist Areza would love to hear from you. To connect with Oliver on Twitter and Getter, use E-O Areza. As a reminder, you can hear this broadcast and our archives by going to any of your major podcast platforms like Spotify, Anchor FM, or going to WVGVRadio.com and clicking on the WVGV Productions tab. Here is a personal text number for you to reach out to him, 304-782-0594. Praying for you is a Gospel Voice production. Now Oliver will come back to the mic for prayer. Thank you, Joel. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, we come to you today so thankful in our hearts that we serve a God. We have a God that has saved us and that can give us a word, His word, that doesn't have one single mistake. Thank you for being that kind of God. We ask it all and praise your name in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen.